Chronicles, a podcast for the fans of the TV show Scarecrow and Mrs. King. I'm Jen Peterson, and I'm joined by fellow podcasters and friends, Lexi Fema, Taya Johnston, and Miranda Thomas. And today we will be discussing the season three episode, We're Off to See the Wizard. Like we said, the episode today is We're Off to See the Wizard. This episode was filmed three out of the 22 in season three. It was shown as the second of 22, but... As you can tell, we have it in the correct place at number 6 of 22 for season 3. The director was James Fargo, and the writer of this episode was Whitney Warrick Robertson. The outstanding cast in this episode, I will start with, let's start, let's start with the most obvious, Mr. Paul Barnes, Stephen Mock. He is from Pennsylvania, born in 1942, studied in London at the Academy of Music and Dramatic Arts, and graduated at Dartmouth. So we're talking a pretty smart guy here. He is most known for shows like Kenny and Lacey, but what I know him mostly for is from the series Suits, which is on USA, and he played the father of one of the main characters. He, when we met him, he was the sweetest guy ever. He's been on a ton of different stuff. One Life to Live, Murder, She Wrote, He's done voiceover work. He was even on Kojak. He's been in a ton of stuff and is still acting as of today. Next, we have the Tin Man. Haha, <laughs> spoiler alert. Was born in Youngstown, Ohio, which is near, somewhat near to me. He is no longer with us. He died in 2010. But he was in so many things as a character actor. He has 179 credits and acted up until his death. He actually has even, his voice has been in work since his death as Hands Without Labels was the name of the short. But it, it was his voice. He was in Rocky IV, and that's one of his main characters. He was also a uh, voice actor in Dexter's Laboratory. Uh, Murphy Dunn played Dr. Fath. He is most well-known for uh, his acting in the Blues Brothers, both the first one and the 2000 reboot. Born in Chicago, and he also, of course, lots of character acting. He worked and did um, a section on the Twilight Zone as the devil. He was in Remington Steel, Heart to Heart, all of the main 80s shows he had been in a part of. He was in Blue Grand, Bosom Buddies, Benson, many different shows. And I believe he has he hasn't done anything lately. His last uh, his last show was A Minister and Pretty Little Liars. And that was in 2017. So he's not currently working. Oh, Pretty Little Liars. And daughters love that show. <laughs> the other thing that I thought was interesting about him is and you guys have probably never heard of it, but he was the captain in the Cowboy Bebop movie, which is an animated show. See, Cowboy Bebop it was one that was recommended to me when I was totally enamored with Firefly. And it's it's a it's a series, it's a mini-series, but it's animated. And I never knew that there was a movie. So when I found out that he was in Cowboy Bebop, I'm like, oh, why was he in Cowboy Bebop? Well, it's not actually... The series he was in the movie after the series so now i have to go find it but it's cute if i don't know if you guys liked firefly but if you liked firefly you like cowboy bebop i know you're not gonna like this i tried it Thank i have you. the dvds i didn't think it was all that i liked it but not quite as much as you well, and the faithful fans but i did like it <laughs> i wasn't well, like crazy about it but 
Well, it, I, the part of the thing is when you go into it with expectations, it's probably not as bad. Probably. As that, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Up. It was yeah. so hyped up. Yeah. Yeah. And then the only other person that I had on my list, actress that played uh, Pamela Densmore, Catherine McDougan. She's actually an English actor. And the reason why I added her is because I don't know who she was in this movie, but I love the movie so much so I wanted to bring it up, is Elizabethtown. Because semi-set, and they filmed some in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Which is where my mother-in-law lives. Yes. <laughs> and it's not, I mean, it's not far from me. It's two hours from me. But the movie is really well written and really good, so... I don't know who the assist. I guess she's the assistant to the uh, actor played by, or the character played by Orlando Bloom. She just has, is listed as an assistant. So I just wanted to say that she's in that movie so that you all go watch it. <laughs> and that's all that I have for the guest stars. Lee seems to be the link in several female agents' murders, but further clues lead him to believe his old mentor could be the killer. But is that just what the real killer wants him to believe? Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so for the first time in a long time, the episode opens not in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. I was like, Kay is totally going to say something about this. <laughs> Where are they anyways? I couldn't catch it. It was. I thought, I thought it was London because... Of That's what I thought. But... Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, to be honest, like first looking at it with all those lights and everything. It looked like New York. Oh, I thought it was New York City, but. But then I was like, there's no Asian writing. I thought it was Double Decker Boss. Oh, I didn't see that part. Okay. Oh, there it is. Okay. I was like, oh my God, that looks like Tokyo. And then I was like, Double Decker Boss, London. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I didn't see that. When you played it, it just had. I have something here. So I think that dress that that woman is wearing is actually a Charlie's Angels dress. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Doesn't it? It looks like the one that um, the original three angels uh, wore on the Time magazine cover. Mm. It looks just like it. I'll have to show you. Uh, I'll bring it up on a picture. Okay. It looks just like it. Do you think they just have it around for... I don't know. I mean, I mean it looks really specific. Hold on. Let it's me see if I can find it. It's very distinctive, so you'd think that they wouldn't do that, but, you know. It's not even on the main star. It's just like on some you know, random character that we see. I know, exactly. Plus, you see you see that picture a lot. It's a pretty famous picture. It just seems... It looks like it's Farrah's dress. Well, we it sure is showing a lot of skin, so I would not be surprised. Oh, yeah. It looks like either Jackie's or Farrah's dress. Yeah, I have to see her ba- the back on them, but yeah, for sure, that looks very similar. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. How many of those dresses can there really be? I know. It's like <laughs> all that beating. Yeah. It's gotta yeah. be. It was only the early 80s, well, mid 80s, so maybe yeah. it's still hanging around. Yeah, it certainly, lo- if not, it, lo- it looks very similar. Yeah, it's not I don't that it. It's pretty it's close. Look at, close. see in the mirror? Look in yeah. the mirror. Yeah. It Except looks, the, it's the, pretty the, close. The, like, the trend looks more, it looks like, thicker and whiter mm-hmm. on, um, but it's, it is yeah. very close. Like, it, it looks like it could be of the same. It could just be the light, though. Yeah. It looks pretty darn close. Yeah. So, this lady has a killer body. Yeah. Her face, not so much. Yeah, butter face. <laughs> butter face. Butter face. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I think it's Jacqueline's dress, but yeah. Oh, Which, yeah. Jackie right. was the more voluptuous one anyways. Yeah. But, yeah. Not that she's an unattractive woman, but uh, she's definitely got a killer body. Yeah. But... 
Just not as... Well, she's a spy, so she's not supposed to... Right. Right. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> memorable, but not that memorable. <laughs> That's funny. So anyways, it does look like that, though. But yeah, the episode got... God forbid it uh, didn't uh, open up uh, with uh, Washington, D.C., which is lovely. Yeah. She got out of that dress fast. I know. That thing would have been like... That, hard to get out of i would think but i guess if you just those straps are flimsy so if you just you know yeah that's true and, just, like, and i just and if you're skinny it probably doesn't get yeah, caught yeah. on your barrels <laughs> <laughs> wait i don't know what that means either what who said that what <laughs> i said the dress i said when you're skinny like that it doesn't get caught like on your hips and stuff because you're so damn skinny oh, yeah. it just falls right off it doesn't get caught on like a fat roll or anything <laughs> that's so funny i mean she's really tiny and quite perky yeah it's funny she's like paul i told you and he's like do you really think that guy's gonna come in there he's like trying to open the door like he's so sex crazed right I mean, it's a it's a likely thing to think that someone that you just saw, mm-hmm. since it's only a few minutes later, supposedly. Yeah, but I mean, she should have. She's an agent. She yeah, checked. Ex- very, she very checked. very true. Yeah. Yep, she, always be on on uh, on alert. guard, right? Yeah, on yeah. high alert. Yeah. So her, her name was Pamela Densmore, mm-hmm. and she's the sixth agent to be murdered. Now it's kind of like it's kind of reminiscent to the first time when they had all those agents start disappear you know getting killed yeah. remember yeah you know it's it, but now it's specifically mm-hmm. women agents and not all women agents some that lead dated yeah. that were just non-agency pe- personnel yeah yep but it's interesting mm-hmm. okay so we have to talk about francine's outfit because we always do i don't hate it i think it's I, I like the color i think yeah. the color's good on her mm-hmm. and I the think- black looks nice yep it's not like black up top it's black on the bottom which i think makes it look better mm-hmm and then the solid color. Yeah. It looks good. Yep. And her hair looks good. Yep. And Lee looks delicious. As always. Yes. He's like feisty. I always like yeah. love a yeah. feisty Lee. Well, they're trying to figure out like, Lee's, Lee's obviously thinking, okay, what's the connection on these murders? There's six women. What's the connection? There has to be something. And Billy's kind of hesitant to tell him, uh, it's kind of you, dude. You know, right. and, and you'd think... If Lee was outside of this, he would pick up on what the the common denominator is. But yeah. because I think he's so involved in it, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Because it's him. Yeah. Whoever wants to admit that they're the problem. Yeah. Like yeah. that that somebody's, you know, doing this with him involved. And uh, he's like, okay, yeah, I knew them. I worked with them. Sure, I dated them. It's like, of course, they're a woman. You did. You dated everybody. Of course, I dated them. <laughs> I see. I think her makeup looks really pretty there. I agree. I do. I love the necklace. I think with the earrings mm-hmm. it's a little much, but I would wear them separately. For yeah, sure. I, love I, I think she looks good. I think her hair is not too big, mm-hmm. especially for the eighties. I yeah. think it looks really good. Yep. Got to give kudos. We always pick on her, but yeah. it really she does look really nice. And the lipstick is nice. It's like a nude, nice yeah. nude. I think I think she just I think she was the fashionista in the eighties. Like when people watch her, for sure, like, she is styling. Yeah, which is why we always are like, oh my god, she looks ridiculous sometimes because it's, it, it's so avant garde kind of yes, thing. Yeah. yeah, yep. But that's why I like it. So eighties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. Do you notice they're like the people they're showing are brown hair, yes, brown eyed women? Yes, I noticed that, and I was like, um, is there like a theme I wasn't aware of? Yeah. 
And obviously, we're skipping ahead, but Dorothy's brown-haired, brown-eyed. Yep. Amanda's brown-haired, brown-eyed. <laughs> Huge spoiler. Yeah. You don't already know. She looks really good here, too. I think she looks just like fresh air and just yep. sunshine and springtime. and Happy. Happy, yeah. And yep. just like her eyes are just lit, you know? And her hair and makeup look very nice. And she's so tiny in that little... If you can tuck in in your sweater and still look that skinny, you are skinny AF. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to pull that look off with the... Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, you have to be pretty damn tiny to pull that off and look still look so slim like that. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That's all I'm saying. And <clears throat> I would look awful in that. No, you wouldn't. Respectfully submitted to Taya Johnson. I cannot wear belts just like obvious belts. I know, me either. Yeah. It's like... No way. It's like someone going, hey, everybody, take a look at this. <laughs> like, I don't need a, a big neon sign pointing to my tummy. <laughs> I want them to look anywhere but my tummy. I don't, when, I don't know. When I'm wearing a belt, it's usually, like today, I'm literally wearing a belt. Yeah, you always do. I um, cannot. It's because I, like, I'm so top heavy that if I don't, it just is like a sack. Yeah. It's a sack. Yeah, you're, so you're, to, you're like, more endowed. We oh, all four were, of us are. Were, yeah. You, you yeah. I'm just trying to get off from the boobs to the legs. Those are my good qualities. <laughs> I have to say my elbows are pretty nice. But that's about no, my elbows aren't. They're kind of dry. Never mind. I think I have a nice wrist. My wrist okay, is correction, face, boobs, legs. My wrist is okay. Oh <laughs> No, I have a nice wrist. It's not too chunky. I'm gonna brag a little. I can brag about my I'm wrist. I'm saying that you're bragging. I'm saying like you have better qualities than your wrist. Okay. Oh my god! I can't even. I have. Long story short, I like a belt. I like when it. Yeah, you do. The and it looks nice on you. It does not look nice on me. I don't know. I, it, the yeah, difference sure. is, I have had babies. And we all have to play up on our. And I've eaten a lot of cookies. But, you know, and not hide the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we play to our mm-hmm. our strengths. Yeah, my wrists, <laughs> you can see, are yeah, lovely. Do you wear a lot of jewelry? Like, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to accentuate because like, so I don't think it's fair to the other ladies. <laughs> Damn, she's got it going on. She's got it going on with those wrists. <laughs> The rest of her is a hot mess, but damn those wrists. <laughs> okay, so this, thanks for joining us here on self-deprecation. Let's, let's say something nice about ourselves. Okay. I, I have mean, nice wrists. I've just told you that. But like realistically. You don't think my, realistically my wrists are no, nice? I'm, just, I'm saying we're harping on ourselves very not nicely. So let's all say something nice. I have a nice personality. <laughs> Usually. Okay, I'm just being realistic. I'm not saying it's terrible. I'm just saying... But, yeah, no, we all are beautiful. Are you kidding me? Your point is well taken, Lexi. <laughs> if I could just do, like, a redistribution system, take everything on my stomach and put it on my butt. <laughs> yes. Same. Oh, my That's gosh. I, I do not need that. I don't, I don't have any bum at all. No? <laughs> That's my wish. I love that meme that was like, I wish I was as fat as I thought I was the first time I thought I was fat. <laughs> It's exactly. like so true. Baby, like d- I was skinny change. then. <laughs> I'd love to be that fat again. Yeah, at least pre baby, pre baby. Yes. Okay. I don't know where that truck just ran off of the, <laughs> the yeah, road. Even 
outfit. I'll be interested. To learn the sweater. It was Amanda came in. It was Amanda's fault. Oh, she came in. Yeah. She looked all cute, and it was too much. Too much. Look at all cute and perky. And I like Lee in these episodes too because when you go from season three to season four, I don't like him as much. I don't. I don't know what it is. He's like domesticated. It's like- does a little and but but he he's domesticated and it's kind of a little less like bad boyish to me i don't know i think that's part of it i think it's part of it i don't like his hair as much it's Mm -hmm. like spiky yeah and i don't care for that yeah whatever that's called that was a bad 80s look party in the back business in the front that's what it is i like 80s but not that men's hair too just no yeah so yes, he looks good here. Yeah, for sure. And you can still see his uh, burn where he had the sunburn. I think they take advantage of it later in this episode. Spoiler alert, when he gets hit in the head and it's like, oh, we don't have to cover his makeup. <laughs> Lee, you know, rightfully so doesn't want to think that he's the connection and it's like on him now. Uh, so he's like, you know, there's got to be some other connection. And Billy says, well, four out of the six uh, agents had worked on the Oz Network and so did lee uh and lee asked well does has anybody reached out to paul barnes so paul barnes as we later find out is the head of the oz network and he is the wizard of oz and hence scarecrow and dorothy the tin man i guess they didn't have the cowardly lion i don't think anybody would want that code name no <laughs> put him up put him up right. <laughs> the story but i wish they'd gotten into a little more about what the oz network actually did like i don't know it seemed like it was like a special forces kind of thing for the agency like Mm -hmm. a you know small group yeah i figured too but it just it's a sort of they just sort of i don't know they describe it but don't really describe it yeah yeah i think you you know you have to make a lot of assumptions on it but uh so lee's asked if anybody's talked to paul barnes Billy's telling him, yes, he's flying in from London today. So for his annual review. Right. Right. So how how timely <laughs> how that works out. And but Billy's saying, hey, you know, it's it's supposedly for his review, but it's it there's talk of trouble. So they might they think he might be burned out. We know that. We just dealt with that one not too long ago. Yeah. Too many too many episodes ago. And then Lee gives us a little bit more insight into his past. Um, he says that he worked on the net on the Oz Network team uh, ten years ago. And Billy brings up what appears to be a very sore subject for Lee, and that's that uh, a, an agent codenamed Dorothy was killed on the team. And uh, Lee's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and can see it like. It like flashes uh, through his eyes uh, that, you know, he's like, yeah, she was the first friend I ever lost that way. And then, of course, Billy's like, hey, maybe Francine should work on this. And of course, that goes over like a fart in church, you know, and he's like, hey, if there's anything to do with me, I want to I want to know why and how and what who's involved. So now is how awkward would this be that they have to have a conference to talk with all these women agents that have dated or worked with Lee. And you know that most of them, looking at most of them, you not you, lady. Who? Yeah, not not you. You in the front there. You're not you. Um, yeah. The only cute ones are, are Amanda and Francine, really, from what you can tell. Yeah. I don't have my glasses on, but. 
Yeah, they're a little, they're a little long in the tooth for for Mister <laughs> Stetson, it seems. But uh, they they are giving them kind of a warning. Make sure you know anything funky happens to let uh, Lee know. But here, Jen, this is what I was talking about. So they mention um, that to to talk to Lee up in the Q bureau, Q bureau, right? This was originally played. The on the second episode in which we did not see that he got the Q Bureau mm-hmm. at that time. And when they go into the Q Bureau, it's all clean and put together and all nice and pristine. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying of why well, they're out of order? Episode, I would agree that this episode should have come later. Just some of the other order. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but yeah cause I think it's because of the relationship. And their relationship's a lot more developed. And, yeah. yeah. And it makes more sense. Like, why would he... At the end of this one, spoiler alert again, uh, why would he give her flowers and then and then go and date, you know, yeah, start dating yeah. Leslie? It just none of it makes sense in that order. But if you do it in the order we're doing it this way, I think it makes it flows yeah. better. So these women have now been notified and they're all like, great. Now this guy's going to. Oh, look at the girl. Did you see the, the woman in the um, uniform? Mm-hmm. I wonder what she was. Kind of badass. Yep. And now... Jen, we've been on this street. This is down on the ranch, um, the Warner Brothers yeah, ranch. Yeah, it looks familiar. Yeah, it's right. Remember where the Wonder Woman, where they, um, what's her name, Diana something, um, Wonder Woman. Uh, she had her apartment. It was on this block. And this is where Harry's, uh, Thornton's oh. apartment is. Lee comes up and, and they're supposedly right outside the agency. That seems to be what you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be leaving. What's going on? Well, huh? well, we we know how hard this must be for you. Yeah, so we have a plan. Right. Go ahead, Francine. What? Okay, you know all the women who didn't make the meeting. You have to contact them, right? So Amanda suggested that we could just all get on the phone. And we'll, uh, we'll call them. And if we're all calling, we can get the whole thing done in half an hour and you won't have to worry anymore. Well, a half an hour won't quite cut it. Billy wants me to contact all my non-agency friends, too. Oh, all right, okay, so that's fine. Here's what we'll do. You give us your black book. We'll divide it up and we'll just start dialing. Right, sure. Books. Books. I have four of them. <laughs> I should have known. Stevie, I think this is part of the reasons why I'm not like... A big fan of this because one? Because he just seems like, you know... I it, but he's... Like, he's, he's, con- he's like, uh, you know, I was kind of a skeeve, but still yeah. we have three freaking black books. Uh, four. Come on. It was four. It was four? Four. Oh, that's even worse. Four black books. Yeah. That's, that's, Maybe that's they're cute. little tiny books. Yeah, but he also he does a page kind of sheepish about it. Like, yeah. Like, he's not necessarily proud. Yeah, he's that's what I mean. That. that He kind of looks yeah. contrite, like, oh, you know, I didn't want, of all people, like, Francine knows who I am. I didn't want you to see me this way. You know what I mean? Like, he's... Season one, Lee would have been like, yeah, I got four. <laughs> right, it's right, you know, but season three, Lee is contrite about it, you know? Well, plus, they may have been gathering dust in his house or office. Like, he hasn't used them in a long time. There you go. Through them all. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy it. Yeah. Guys, it's scuzz. Yeah, I mean, at least he has the 
decency to be embarrassed to is my thought. Embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you think he's just acting? <laughs> well, no, technically, know. he is acting yeah. embarrassed, but <laughs> they're still gonna Bill do it. To call his non-agency booty calls. Essentially, <laughs> he calls them friends. They're booty calls. They're booty. Oh. Yeah. Well, Some I hope he has good have antibiotics. When he was in the duty, he had to, you know, make friends or act a certain way and to get information. Yeah, or, but you wouldn't keep no. their you wouldn't keep their yeah, you contact information. And That's for a booty what, call. What, what, no, you're right because he's like, oh, if there's a moon by it, they think I'm an astronaut. Yeah, like, fuck that. That's gross. <laughs> That's too much to keep it to not only lie to them and like get with them under false pretenses but then to keep it and keep up the ruse come on that's yeah weird. it and, is and it's it not is even creepy. that he was doing a lot of it for the job because he's like these are my non-agency friends so he's just doing it because he's like oh, he doesn't want to ha- he didn't want to have connections he didn't want people to know him to say you're an astronaut though is different than saying like you know i'm a film director I, i'm an accountant or something yeah. like that like yeah he, he didn't have to say he was trying to be cool astronaut. yeah he was yeah. trying to be like he was trying to be like a swat i don't i don't like this this like really is yeah no but, it's it's yeah. a good point mm-hmm. those are good points yeah um yeah no i i I i'm i'm sensing that no and i i i do get it um okay so i want to go uh we we uh forgot to mention uh we have a shooting draft and it's dated july 16th 1985 it is quite different in uh, a good sense of a good chunk of it one thing that um is different is this is the scene where right after they had that meeting with all those women and Billy mentions that he wants him to reach out to all his contacts. This is, we actually see it. And Amanda's there too. And, and says, you know, Hey, can you wait outside, please? Uh, outside. Can you, Mrs. King, could you wait for a moment, please outside? Amanda nods, tries to catch Lee's eye, does smiles encouragingly and then leaves Billy to Lee. Two of the victims were purely personal so you're going to dig into your social life too, Scarecrow. All of it. Lee, that'll take forever. I'm going to need help. Billy, I figured you would. And then they cut to the um, sidewalk where it's Amanda. says Amanda. Amanda and Lee. This is the kind of... Amanda and Lee move down the street. There's a small push cart flower stand in the background. Amanda, pie? How can I help? Uh, how can I help? I don't know why she says pie. I think that might be a spelling thing. I don't know. Yeah. How can I help? I mean, I don't know why Mr. Melrose even wanted me at the meeting. You and I have never, I mean, we're not, at least not like those other women. At least not. Like, at least not yet kind of thing. Lee and Amanda share a look, both awkward and intimate. Lee says, Amanda, this isn't easy. Amanda, I know how you must feel. Actually, I don't have any idea how you feel, but I do feel for you. It has to be horrible. Reverses opinion. You're going to need some help. What can I do? Lee, well, there are a lot of women in my address books who we have to contact. Francine's going to help too. Amanda, books? You have address books? Lee nods, then is suddenly distracted, and then he sees what we see. A little skeezy. (laughs) And I don't like Amanda, like, and we've never, I mean, we're, you know, it's that awkward. That's like second season, Amanda, to me. Yeah. Yeah. After the awkwardness uh, of, uh, for (laughs) even Francine, it looks like not just Amanda. uh, They're like, okay, well, that's fine. Let's, you know, like, let's divvy it up. We'll get the work done and just be done with it. You know, Uh, like it has to be done. So let's just deal with it. 
actually telling them, like, you were dated or had contact with Lee Stetson, watch out, you might get shot at. So what are you going to tell them? Be kind of alarming. <laughs> well, we, as we see in a little a couple scenes, they just pass right out. <laughs> I mean, are they offering protection or are they just like, hey, just called to warn you? you yeah. Uh, is it just like CYA cover your ass uh, of just like hey just in case at least we warned you yeah because they can't put good god knows they can't put uh, some an agent on every single one of them especially if they're taking out all the women yeah <laughs> they'd have only the men to do it yeah and then there would be even more agency yeah like, contamination right I'd be like how are you gonna protect me <laughs> yeah right I hope he was worth the ladies <laughs> probably was I love that look, though, that he gives right there. I have to say, it's the cutest little boyish look. I didn't know it's probably <laughs> very contrived, but it's super cute. Lexi, come on. He gave it to her twice. And she just shakes it off. Yeah. I mean, I don't I would be like, you need to go to, like, a decontamination unit. Yeah, you need, you need to, to be cleared by two doctors. You to the health <laughs> clinic to get tested for all the shit. <laughs> I would, I would go yeah, with him. that is a good point. Yeah. Especially back then. I mean. Exactly. Especially right. back then. Because mm-hmm, a lot of them didn't use right. protection, and then a lot of them, ugh, no thanks. That, that's a lot. Like, yeah. Agree with me that that's a lot. Oh, it's a lot. Oh, well, I, a lot I, it would. Different women. Dude. You might not have slept with all the girls in all four of the black books. Even if it's half. Yeah. Like, ew. I feel like Lee. Trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here. I know you are, and it, and it could be. It's just it, it, we know he didn't, obviously. Although Bruce might have. Yeah. <laughs> he he self he you know he, he admitted that he's he was a naughty naughty boy, yeah. um, but and I mean if you're gonna be given that you gotta you can't just waste it and leave it on yeah. a shelf. <laughs> I mean. How long has he been Ten years? Yeah, ten years. So ten years, four black books. That's pretty good. Uh, okay, let's figure it's once like a week. A, it's two and a half what do you years. Think? Two and a half years per book. What do you think? Twice a twice a week? At least. At least twice a week? You think during the week too? My gosh, she's busy. He has He's an apparently. agent. Apparently. Okay, so two times oh this is math. Okay, two times a week, fifty two weeks. So and something. Yeah, so 104 yeah. a year times holy moly that's a lot. But that would that would go with the two and a half books per year or per every two years, two and a half books. Cuz if he's every got five, four books. If he's got four books, he did it two, yeah, two. Two and a half. Two and yeah. a half, yeah. Good god. Yep. Yeah. So like one and a quarter book per year. Wow. Well, the reason he keeps them, I imagine, is to go back if he needs information or to see them again. So he could have done several of them more than once. Right, Jen. <laughs> right. It's if they were. It was more of they. He's he enjoyed himself. Then he probably yeah. revisited. And he has to remember, was I an astronaut with this lady? I feel like or... Lee is always more of a hit it and quit it type of guy. A hit it and quit it. I love it. Yeah, I could. Yeah, he, he did not want any commitments or attachments. He had like a few. That's why it took him so long to get, you know, spoiler yeah. alert, uh, to, get it locked to get it locked down with Amanda. You know, like it, he had to make sure his yeah. oats were sewed. Oh, he sewed them. 
Yes, he did. Four books worth. At he least. sold them for this like is when five he guys. Documenting <laughs> it. When yeah. He, when he started documenting it, so God only knows. Yeah. He was a military brat with a damaged past. You know, he was just running rampant throughout his <laughs> teenage. Like years. I said, I hope he had good antibiotics. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's the theme of this episode a little bit because you know he had all he had all those exploits, but they were all sort of meaningless. And really, when he goes to Amanda for kind of emotional support, that's a different sort of relationship. It, and I really think he's kind of moving towards that as opposed to focusing on I think on that's all, what they're trying to show, for sure. Yeah. That's like one of Again, that's why the, it's important to put watch these in the right sequence so that you do see that it's not so herky-jerky, you know? Mm-hmm. You see the flow a little better, I think. Yeah. So Amanda's kind of soothing him like, hey, you know what? Don't worry. We're going to figure this out. We'll... It'll be all right. And he's, I think he appreciates it, but then he's distracted because he sees somebody who looks just like Dorothy. So someone's gaslighting him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the first step, but he definitely is getting gaslit. When he's like, yeah, I thought I saw an old friend if I was me and I'd be like, yeah, I bet you did. How can you run through the city and not? <laughs> That's literally Which what one? I thought. Which one of yeah. Like, if, that was, I, if that was me, if I was Amanda, that's exactly what I said. And that's did you do her? Amanda. Did you do her? Did you do her? So <laughs> that's what I'd be like doing if I was his girlfriend. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, and her too? Yeah. Uh, if, he, if somebody's like, hi, Lee. I'd be like, oh, her? Really? Did yeah. you do her? Right. <laughs> like the sweet little old lady or something. Like, you probably did her too, didn't you, damn it? Like in an irrational day. <laughs> <laughs> when it all just kind of comes yeah. toppling down on you. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, so he thinks he saw somebody, and Mm -hmm. we know uh, he thought he saw Dorothy. Um, Obviously, it wasn't, but someone's trying to make him think that. And uh, um, he's He's like... He's a little rattled by it. Yeah, he really is. So you get the sense, and we don't really hear that. Those kids again. Um, You don't really hear that, how much, how... We don't know for a fact that Dorothy and him had a sexual relationship, but I mean... He has four black books. He has four black books. Four black books. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay. So um, now Amanda's doing the the Russian tapes and you hear, you walk in, you enter the smoky bar. (laughs) Now in the, in the script, it's a little funnier. It's like, you enter the smoky bar. Careful. The slightest miscue can give you away. Find a table in the rear. Quiet and discreet. Take a cigarette out. Akashka. Oval shaped. Not round. No, no. Hold it between your thumb and forefinger, not index and middle. A man offers you a light. You shake your head. Repeat your recognition phrase. It sounds like a sex thing, <laughs> doesn't it? It sounds so raunchy. Oval, not round. Oval, not round. <laughs> Very specific. Very, and, and you put it in between your thumb and forefinger, not your index and middle. <laughs> Just so weird. Yes. Is this supposed to be some recognition? Yeah, so... Or something? Yeah, she's... So every little step is supposed to be a certain way. Yes, and she's supposed to say in English, the pregnant sow has lost her piglets. <laughs> and in the script, there's an actual pronunciation guide in the back of the script. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And then she tries the phrase. She notices Dottie, grins sheepishly, turns off the recorder. Language tape. Russian. I've always wanted to know another language. She goes, that's wonderful, but why Russian? She goes, well, um, why not? Everything else is so easy. Besides, I love caviar. Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah, everything else is so easy. Japanese, that's not easy. Chinese, that's not easy. Oh, that would be yeah. really hard. Mm-hmm. Ni hao. <laughs> that's what Jim had to learn, basically, Mandarin, because he couldn't speak 
deals overseas. Oh, wow. Really hard. I love Daddy's like, what did you just say? <laughs> She's like, the pregnant sow has lost her piglets. She goes, where would you use that? She goes, a, a farm? <laughs> In Russia? <laughs> and Daddy's like, oh, oh, what? <laughs> Daddy's cute here in this whole episode. Yeah, she is. I don't like her hair, though. It's way too short. Uh, yeah, but just the, her quipping, her little quips to Amanda, teasing her. And <laughs> so now we officially get to meet Paul Barnes. And I have to say, what did you guys think? He is such a sweet, sweet, sweet guy. In real life, you're saying? Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. meet him, but in this episode. He wasn't at the... Um, I think he might have been. I think I may have just... You skipped him? Aw. Yeah, he seemed very down-to-earth and genuine. When I first met him at the the Hollywood show, mm-hmm. he was so... I was the first one he met mm-hmm. when he came in. Yeah. And uh, he's like, no, what character did I play? <laughs> and I'm like, I go, you were the wizard. And he goes, I was? I go, yeah. I go, you... I go, you gave Scarecrow his code name. He goes, I did? <laughs> <laughs> it was the cutest thing. He was just like so enthralled because yes. you know it's for him. It, you know he it's was back. A long time ago. Yeah, it was one. It was a long time ago, and it was a one-off thing, right? right? Yeah. But he was, was so, so hard, he was so excited to be there and just so grateful for the fans. It was the coolest thing. He really genuinely. Nice. It just seemed like just a genuinely nice person. Yeah, that's great. And then I told him, I'm like. I remember you most on Cagney and Lacey. He was Mm -hmm. uh, Sharon Gless's boyfriend for a long time. David, he was an uh, ACLU attorney. Oh, okay. And he was so good on there. And he Mm -hmm. was just very, they were feisty and stuff. And he was great on there. And then he was on uh, the show, the one episode. So it was kind of fun to talk to him, but he was, he's so, so nice. Yeah. And then at lunch um, at the reunion, when we got to have the little private lunch, you know? Yeah. I sat next to him and uh, he was just being he was like a typical boasting father talking about his son who's on suits yeah oh he was it was it was really cool and he was just saying how when he was on there his son was directing him and he was like so it was just so foreign to him because you know he's the dad and here his son and and it's you know it's his house kind of thing Mm -hmm. so he had to yeah be like okay all right you know and like kind of switch places with them it was really sweet he's just he's just comes across as such a sweet sweet man you know yeah very nice you just want to be there just kind of to have fun and meet the fans not to make money or get anything out of it like it really was it was just like they called and asked him to be there and he's like, sure, I'll be there, you know, and he loved it and he just enjoyed it so much. It was That's very good. cool. And then him and Bruce getting together, they, they were like, you'd think they were old college buddies or something. Yeah. It was really sweet. Hmm. Yeah, it was nice. It's a good thing he prepped him for he knew when people asked, you know, he was the wizard. Yeah, he, and I heard him all day. He, he kept talking and he's like, he was, yeah, I was the wizard and I gave Scarecrow. So he was repeating everything I had told him. It was so funny. That's cute. Like he knew, you know, yeah. he's like, yeah, I had to ask Taya. Hey, I didn't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was cute. Very charming guy, though. Jen, are you going to comment about the car? Well, I was going to say that I really like this is the first time that he has it in convertible mode. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, because it's, it's a different car. It's not like the other one. The other one wasn't a convertible. Well, some of them, and I haven't looked at the ones he had before. You can take the top off. Right, but, but he didn't have one that had the top off kind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he had a regular kind, and then all of a sudden he's got the convertible one, and you're like, wait, what the heck? <laughs> I did not well, even notice. Well, he's stepping it up, you know. He's got a, he's the, he's the, the spy. He's going to have a convertible sports car. Yeah. So. 
You know, Kate's never been in, you never see Kate in there when it's uh, the top's off. She's probably yeah. like, you're not getting me in there. I'm going to redo everything, right. my makeup and everything, and my hair. So, so is it a different car? Yeah. Because, because the um, the convertible thing's hard. There's a hard body on those. It's not soft. Take a look at the pictures. Okay. I'm going to have to go back and look. Take a look. Well, I know. Go I to the video. Corvette, so there's like the Washington, D.C. one. Yep. A, yep. Yeah. Uh, so he meets up with Paul Barnes mm-hmm. and Paul's speaking German and has a obviously fake mustache and fake eyebrows and he's wearing glasses and and uh, he just starts peeling it off as soon as he gets there in there. He said he was worried about the, the Russians uh, being there and giving him, you know, a hard time or something. And, he's, and Lee's like, oh, they're always here. It's no big deal. And he said, you know, we stirred up a few hornets in Serdeich's nest. So he's, you know, worried about retaliation type thing. Yeah. And then Lee's informing him of another agent that they lost. And he's like, who? And he's like, Pamela Dinsmore. And he's like, I just left her. When did this happen? You know, because literally he's just been with her the night before. Yeah. Well, not been with her, but you know what I mean? He was out to dinner with her. But then he, did you see the mask he like puts on? And he's like, well, she knew the risk. It's like, geez, Cold. like don't even... Don't even mourn her. This is so weird. It is weird. I hated it. Yeah, the little flashback thing. It's a little weird. Like the intense zooming on the face. Yeah, and he's so like intense. Yeah. yeah. But you're seeing, so there's flowers there that the bad guys are hiding behind. And then you see Dorothy get killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, shot quite a few times, it looks like. But no blood. Yeah. You know, because right. it's eight o- really Monday at 8 o'clock. <laughs> And, and Paul, sensing something's wrong, he's like, hey, buddy, are you there? You know, kind of thing. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. It's good acting, though, I think. You know, yeah. it seems pretty, except for that smoldering <laughs> flashback look before that. Lee and Paul are back at the agency. I'm not a big fan of the brown suit on Paul. Yeah. It makes him look like an old man. Which is probably going with his disguise. Probably, probably. They're in the hallway having a heated discussion. <laughs> what? He's like, uh, they were friends. And he's like, weren't they all? Like, they were my special friends or something. Oh, no. My network, my family. Sudeich is my problem. He's everyone's problem. Those agents were friends. Aren't they all? <laughs> oh. Because they're all women that died. Oh, so he's, yeah, that's true. Oh, he's calling them out. sensitive to it because I just don't. Dorothy was special. And we know Sudeich killed her. So you get the sense that Dorothy wasn't just a, um, you know, would you say hit it and quit it kind of, it, she wasn't a hit it and quit it kind of gal, you know, for yeah. him. And uh, this was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So Lee was like 24 years old, supposedly. Yeah. So they're having a heated argument and Amanda and Francine, both looking super cute, yeah. uh, come out uh, in the hallway there and, and see it happening. And then Paul's saying the wizard has not lost all his magic. So... Now, the ladies are there to help him with his black books. We get to see the the Q Bureau for the first time if you're watching this in the order that it was played, which doesn't make sense because right. it's all clean and doesn't look like a tornado went through it. It's not the big mess that Larry Crawford left it in uh, from Tale of the Dancing Weasel. All organized, all cleaned up. Uh, it's got Lee's, all Lee's stuff in there now. So this is obviously not the right order right. for this to be the second one. Okay, so Lee's going over his black books now with the ladies and he's <laughs> explaining like IFF name means they think I'm international fed film, M for military and PI for private investigator. And then they're like, what are the about these little moons? <laughs> he's like, 
they think I'm an astronaut. <laughs> it's like, really? <laughs> he's like all proud of it. <laughs> At least he's consistent. Yeah. Good gosh. <laughs> so Francine's saying, okay, why don't you take these? But here's my, my clearance card. Um, use discretion, of course. She's like, absolutely. Which that's just showing growth between the trust of Francine and, and Amanda as well, that sure. she would actually give that to her. Yep. You know? Yep. I mean, obviously, spoiler alert, it plays in later. But in the script, though, I did want to point out, she says, here's my temporary C10 access. When we hear in the actual episode, it's that'll get you anything through a green 13. In the script, it says C10, which is not a, germ, a, a, a government thing. It's all G gs 15 stuff like that then we're then we're taken to uh it looks like jane fonda's workout <laughs> they're very 80s look looks like they're let's get physical physical you know that was a lot of work to dress up like that i know my gosh i would never work out holy cow so francine's like hey there's some some things going on. She's like, oh, you mean the heavy breathing? She's like, no, no, we're not talking about obscene phone calls. And the lady's like, she's like, uh, oh, I, I thought I recognized that whisper. Yeah. <laughs> so creepy. She's like, um, no, we're talking murder. She's like, murder? And then she just passes out. <laughs> and then I love how the whole group thinks it's part of the routine yeah. and passes out with her. And then Francine's like, you gotta be kidding me. This is <laughs> That's so funny. They look really flaky there. <laughs> yeah, really bad. I 100% thought that this was Jennifer Grey, like from Dirty Dancing. Really? Yes. What? Julie Which and I were both were like, oh my God, is this, is that, and I'm like, no, she would never be in this. And I'm like, and her nose, but like. When- you can see, like almost see everything oh, in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, her hair and, like, the nose, like, 100%. Huh, that's so funny that you yes. you thought that. Yeah, right, like, especially when she, like, looks down her nose like that. that yeah, that nose before, yeah, before. So, I don't understand this. So, supposedly, yeah. now, is he, he comes up and does he shoot her? Because he was using a silencer before. Or is he, did he, he was strangling, strangling her? How the hell is she standing up right there? That's what I don't understand. So I'm really confused on like exactly how she was killed. Because she was sitting down on the bench next to the stairs and the stairs are far from the door. She was standing, she was standing there kind of just writing on that thing and then he's behind. But she still would have had to like move and turn around to open the door. You're right, right. And but you could coming from up the stairs. So does if she left right out the front door, if she's shot, no, she he probably went out the back. If she's shot, then that would make sense that she would be like you know, uh, and then trying to open the door to get somebody to help. I could see that. But if she was strangled, then okay, she'd so be able to breathe. That's that's what I don't understand. So like, does he you know like cover her mouth? Like it, I think it's just. It doesn't make any sense. I don't think it's supposed Maybe to. Maybe they were just trying to show like it's menacing. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think it was more meant for that, not really showing what was happening. She does not look good when she comes to the door, though. But there again, no blood. Yep. No blood at all. <laughs> and she passes out. Now, somebody's got a, a telephoto lens and takes a picture of Amanda. Yeah. Um, and now knows who she is, or at least is cognizant of her being around. The killer, because I was like, he sure bolted out and ran back in his car pretty darn quick. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And but now the 
she's played into his hand because now he's like, oh, another person that's dealing with the agency has brown hair, brown eyes. This is perfect, you know? And he's probably been watching Lee and now, and sees her with him all the time. So he knows that the two of them are somewhat close. Yeah. Amanda's definitely uh, seems just, you know, yeah, shaken up about it. And she's like, I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. He's like, gets really mad at, and he's like, now you go home. And she's like, I can't help if I'm home. He goes, I don't want to argue with you about this. Now you please go home and stay there until you hear from me. All right. You almost walked into a murder today, Amanda King. That could have been you. You can tell like it really upset him that I think it's, he's more worried, upset that something could have happened to her than to Cheryl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Poor Cheryl. I know. <laughs> You were nothing to him. Nothing. Nothing but a name in a book. <laughs> With little moons by it. Yeah. Now, the boys are the boys are sitting on the couch listening to uh, the boom box. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have one of those, Lexi? Um, I was not that big, but yeah, I used to have it and we'd like take it outside and like play. Yeah. 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 And it took like 80 batteries and you could play it for like two minutes and then the batteries would go. Yeah. 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 No, you don't. Do you? Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. It made it up here with me and. That's so funny. I still have cassette tapes, like stuff that we recorded from the from the um radio and things like that and then lane made me some tapes like some mixtapes and stuff and him talking on it i so want to get like a tape player just to listen to those that's That's so funny isn't that sweet Mm -hmm. uh and then so the boys are sitting there they i don't know philip seems super super bored yeah so i don't know (laughs) and jamie's like really intrigued like i'm gonna learn russian (laughs) yellow flowers two of them give me that boom box (laughs) She's changed out of her skirt. Now she's in little tiny jeans. Yep. Oh, and look who's prowling around in the back. <laughs> He's looking for a new entry in his book, uh, Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> in book number five. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. He he wants to talk to her about the woman he saw. And uh, he's like, no, you saw her. And she goes, no, I didn't. I didn't see anything. And he goes, you saw her. He goes, she goes, Lee, I didn't see anything. And then he pulls out a picture and shows her. A picture of a really cute picture of him. He looks really cute there. Yeah. Uh, and in a woman, uh, obviously it's Dorothy. He's telling her and she, he's letting her in a little bit more and saying that she died uh, 10 years ago. And then, damn it, Dottie, get out of there. Your wife, your daughter's never going to get married if you don't. I know. She's, no, never mind. She's always dressed up too. Yeah. 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 And her nails are always done. So uh, Dottie's like, what are you doing out here? And Lee's already taken off. She's like, you know, just, just practicing my Russian. You know, the warthog wants more caviar. (laughs) It's a very important phrase though. No one understands why. (laughs) She's like, probably the reason why our two countries just don't get along. And what if that's just a picture from Lee's past of of him and a girlfriend or friend or something because it looks yeah, real it be. yeah but it looks like it's the same actress that played dorothy in it though no i think i think they look different actually but oh do you it's really hard to tell i mean she's not really in this that much it says on the back of the picture Tuli, oz never had it so good love dorothy wouldn't you love to have that oh my goodness i thought of that i was like oh that'd be mm-hmm. so cool 
Oh, there's a Jefferson. I love that. So they're back at the agency. It's the next day. And they have a ballistic report that says uh, the same bullet that killed Densmore is the same bullets uh, from the same gun that killed all the other agents Mm -hmm. and women. And Lee's convinced. He's like, Sir Deitch is doing everything he can to destroy the Oz network. And and Francie's not so uh, convinced. She's like, how do you figure? She goes, aren't you forgetting that Paul Barnes cleared everyone in that operation? He's like, no, I'm not. So he's thinking that Serdeich is Paul Barnes. Yep. Okay, I don't like the Paisley on on Francine. And I don't like that like bolo tie. I do like his tie though. That teal is pretty. Yes. And with the matching pockets. Uh huh. So oh, I just I just noticed that when yes. you said that. Very nice. That's a dot matrix printer. It might even be one before that. I don't even know. I do like this scene with uh, Paul and um, Faf and Melrose. I think this is kind of cool. Like, normally you'd think this would be a scene they'd cut out, but it's really cool. He's, like, very, like, on edge, Mm -hmm. and uh, they're they're doing his, I guess, his review, and he's, like, really going, he's, he's like Lee, but even more disgruntled, it seems, like, older, uh, more um, experienced, and more, more, uh, what's the word, jaded, Yeah, you know, and he's, like, have, he's like, Faf, have you ever been out in the field? You know, like, you don't know anything, which is exactly what Lee always says about right. shrinks and stuff like that, that they're in their ivory tower and all that. Yeah. He's like, if you had, you'd you'd know. And and patience is something in short supply around here. Now, as soon as, as, as Paul's talking, Faf is looking at his little voice recorder to see how stressed he is. And he's like, and if that voice analyzer is telling you that I'm a little stressed out, it's right. Because every day I waste my time drawing with soft hands like you, I lose a day on Sir Deitch. And believe me, he doesn't need much. I love how he says, at, I love, this is a great line, I think. He's like, I promised you an hour, I gave you 70 minutes, you owe me 10. <laughs> I like that. Hmm. I know it's not much, but it's it's kind of a cool little. Oh, you said in our next meeting. <laughs> <gasps> I beg I'm your pardon. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> I dare you to say it. Yeah, that would be funny. The whole team would be like, did she really just say that? Damn. No, I would never. Could you imagine though? Oh my God. If I did it in one of mine with Steve, he'd kill me. Oh my God, we should do it on like April Fool's or something. You'll be like, gotcha. No, I wouldn't be able to keep it straight. Yeah, you wouldn't. Even halfway through, you'd be like, that's so funny. That's what you would do. You'd start laughing. That's funny. Though I do like that. It's kind of like a nice little parting, like sassy, like I don't. I promised you an hour. I gave you seventy. You owe me (laughs) ten. That's cool. But as soon as he leaves, Faf is like he stretched tight, real tight. (laughs) Okay, that's creepy. Okay, I do not like. Okay, I have to say, I don't like her little flower vest thing that she's wearing or the collar is the pink shirt's fine it's not great but it's fine i don't like yes it's very grim like matronly looking yes it's like a little house coat like little waterproof polyester pants like little pink pants yes yes with a high waist oh yeah stretchy yes yes i i'm not a big fan of it so she's out in the bullpen and uh She's trying to access the Oz file mm-hmm. to learn a little bit more about her friend, Lee. And she's punching in this stuff and she's trying to get the codes in and it's not accepting it. So she then scrambles and uses Francine's uh, clearance to get 
to get uh, access to the file. And Mr. Hutchins, Mr. Hutchinson comes up and he's like, everything copacetic, Mrs. King? She's like, oh, just super. He's like, good, good. Look at that hair. The receding hairline is like a V in the back. So Amanda gets access to the file and is reading it. She doesn't have much time to read it, though, because she comes running out here in a second. So she really, she must be a speed reader like you, Lex. Could be. Because now Paul and, I would love one of those IFF signs, too, by the way, if anybody ever has one. I would pay dearly for that. (laughs) Those are awesome. Can you imagine having that big emblem one? Oh, my God, that'd be awesome. Uh, So they're out in the hallway by the... Uh, closet elevator and uh, they're having some words uh, to say the least each one blaming the other you know like well it could be you it could be you you know Uh, he's like especially Paul he's already wound tight because of his conversation with Melrose and Faf that it doesn't take much to set him off and then we got Amanda that comes in with that awful jacket on it's horrible does anybody else hate it or is it just me the whole outfit is like it's just like a weird thing. I can't believe that they, that's still, I can't believe they like threw. Yeah. And then did you see Amanda? Amanda like shoves Billy over there like, go stop him. <laughs> did you see that? She's just like, pushes his arm like, yeah, what? <laughs> did you see it? She's just like, she's like, go take care of that Melrose. <laughs> but they do that. that That's really intense scene between the two of them. It's really good. He like pops that report from him and billy's like what's going on he's like it's just a little misunderstanding he's like we can't afford little misunderstandings he goes you take the rest of the day off and clear your head he's he's wound tight too you see this his nostrils are flaring and amanda comes running over and he's like what are you doing she goes i was just i was just doing some routine he goes let's go i need to talk okay so they're walking down the street they're in california by the way (laughs) they're um walking down the street and he's explaining that Paul's always been like, you know, it for him. Like yeah. he walks on water for him and mm-hmm. for him to, you know, come to terms with the fact that he might be Sir Deich is just kind of tearing him up, I think. And then right. the fact that he's reliving all these horrible memories uh, with Dorothy. Yep. It's just too much. And then he lets us know that Paul gave him his code name mm-hmm. and, and he saved his life. Who hasn't saved his life? I just want to point that out. I like know. how many times has he said that yes. to, to the audience? Yeah. And now he feels like he's going nuts. He feels like he's, you know, it's like he's, the, what they're doing, the gaslighting they're doing on him is totally working. Right. Which they're about to do again because now here comes the city bus. I do think it's cool. The bus actually said Arlington. That's like a pretty good attention to detail. that they Oh, did it? That is awesome. That. Yeah. That's awesome. You're right. It did. It had the Arlington thing. That was, that's, that's pretty good for. For them, because they are usually not good on the and details. It looks like a real street and everything. Oh, it, it really is. It's in California, but yeah. it's in California. But so yeah, like yeah. Or something. So for them, yeah. you have the bus that says Arlington in a right. real street, like to lock it down. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. Yeah. No, you're right. It's unique. And it's him running too. So he he thinks he sees Dorothy in the bus, mm-hmm. but she's really that blonde woman right there. It's really that blonde woman. She yeah. just took off her wig. And she's acting, yeah, she's acting like, oh, I wasn't, uh, that's just me, I'm just here. So she's getting a front row seat to all this, you know, the, what's going on. And he's like, she was here, damn it, she was right here. She's just looking all cash. And, and Amanda's like looking at him like, um, um, like maybe you are going a little crazy. Right. Oh. oh, he wasted that picture. 
So he has a picture of Amanda from uh, being at Cheryl's house, and he just put an X right through it. Yep. Sir Danch did. I do like this scene. They're at the cafe, and they're he's opening up to her, mm-hmm. which is you know rare for him. Yeah. He doesn't do it too often. And I love this. He's like, uh, and all the time that you've n- ever known me, have you ever known me to see things that aren't there? And she goes, well, there was that one time with the flasher. <laughs> <laughs> the flasher and, and he goes on senate park uh bike path he goes he goes you were gonna go out there with binoculars she goes well it's much safer that way i love that i love when they interject those little things it's kind of yeah. cute you know can you imagine her out there with little binoculars trying yeah. to see the little the man's little wee wee <laughs> oh that's so funny there's an ug i have to read this one <laughs> So right after Lee tells Amanda to go home at Cheryl's, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, this is a scene that got cut. Thank God it got cut. That's all I have to say. So off camera, Mm -hmm. we hear Leslie say, surprise. Lee turns, seeing, sees a smiling and very beautiful. I don't want to say beautiful. I'm just saying. (laughs) Leslie. Uh, Lee says, Leslie, what are you doing here? Why didn't you phone? Leslie says, I came straight from the airport. I wanted to surprise you. Lee says, you should have stayed in New York. Because <laughs> that's what you want your boyfriend to say Jesus. when he sees you. She's, Leslie looks closely at Lee, suddenly concerned. Are you all right? Something's happened. Something I can't explain without some time. I've got all you need. Oh, wow. Lee says, not this trip. And please don't ask me to explain. Just go back to New York. Even better, call in sick for a few days and see Atlantic City or go up to the Poton- uh, Poconos. Please, I don't want to have to worry about you, too. Two, I suppose I bargained for this off his look. Fine. No explanations for now. But one of these days you owe me a big one. <laughs> Not good. Insert joke here. Oh, that would be a good opportunity to kill her off. Leslie? Yeah. I like how she just was there and now she's not anymore. I just, I think I prefer that. But this was her only scene in this and then they cut her. That's why she is in the credits, Mm -hmm. um, but she actually isn't in there. So I remember getting tricked by that, I think, in a previous one. Thinking, yep, yep. Everybody always says that. She's like, they were in, she was in three of them. It's like, no, she wasn't. She was in one. (laughs) She got credited for three, but yeah. She probably had a three episode contract. That's where they were trying to put her in. Yep, I'm sure. And then they realized that they didn't need her in there anymore. And then also in the script, since we're here, um, when the boys were listening to the tapes, uh, Amanda comes in and says, Philip, Jamie, what are you doing up? And they say, Philip goes, learning Russian. It's really strange. Amanda says, that's not for you. It's for adults. Hey, mom, what's the commissar wear silk underwear mean? (laughs) Amanda blanches, shakes her head. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> and that's as far as you're getting. It's way past your bedtime. Good night, sweethearts. <laughs> and that's as far as you're getting. <laughs> so there's another scene in the script. Doesn't happen in the episode at all. So this is uh, daytime outside the agency. Amanda's walking toward the front door of the agency. She pauses at the flower vendor we saw before, which I didn't mention, but we saw it before in the script. Uh, Amanda says, I'd like a bunch of chrysanthemums, please. Amanda looks at the vendor steadily. He looks familiar, though. She can't remember why. Later, we'll meet him as Serdeich. He points to some roses. The vendor, Serdeich. Why not these roses? They're on special today and very fresh. Amanda says, pretty. Okay, roses it is. She pays the vendor, still trying to place him. 
And then, then they cut to the Q Bureau day. Lee's at the computer. Amanda appears at the door. And Amanda says, how you doing, big fella? Which is, she says a big fella. She calls him big fella in here like twice, I think. So startled. Amanda, what are you doing here? She comes in, picks in hand. Oh, the pictures in hand. You left these pictures last night. So there's more than one. Uh, I thought they might be important. I phoned, but no answer. So she hands him the pics, presents the flowers. These are for you too, for your office. I mean, flowers always cheer things up, don't you think? And then he has a wave of nausea um, and because of the flowers. And then he has a fit because he's like, where did you get these? Because now that's, so she's kind of being used to gaslight him a little bit too, sure. unknowingly, obviously, in this. It does seem like an awful lot of work to try to gaslight him. I know on this one, on this particular scene, I can see why they cut it out. Because then he's like, what vendor? What are you talking about? And then, so they go outside and there's nobody there. So obviously that person was just there for her to, to draw her in to pull those, you know, to get the flowers. Yeah. Yeah, there's all the torture, and then there's a lot of murders involved around this. I don't know. This is the whole mm-hmm. um, storyline. There's just a lot of murders to just get at Lee. Yeah, it's very weird. Oh, and then another piece was Hutchinson. Remember when he goes, is everything copacetic, Mrs. King, you know, when he came over? Yeah. He goes, good, good. Glances around. When you're finished, I just got the new Ms. Pac-Man. It's fabulous. Oh, cute. <laughs> Random, but cute. Yeah, it was weird. So Lee's convinced that he's seen uh, Dorothy on that bus. He's convinced he saw her at the flower stand. She's like trying to help him through it. He goes, dead is dead. And she goes, are you sure she was dead? And he goes, you know, I tried to breathe life back into her until they finally had to pull me off. That's pretty intense. He goes, it was the first time, the first time I had ever seen somebody killed like that. He looks haunted there, you know. And then she's like, you were, look, you were 24 years old. It wasn't your fault. So she's giving away a few things that she knew he was 24. And and then she even reads, you know, and then she even explains what's the epitaph on, on uh, to be a footnote in, the old, in an old file. She says, uh, I know, agent lost, betrayed. He goes, yeah, that's what it says. Terminal betrayal. And then he's like, wait, I never told you I was 24 then. Damn spy. That's a bad thing about mm. being friends with a spy. So she's like, I know I wasn't supposed to use friends as a girl, but I did. <laughs> and she goes, but I was so worried about you. And I do like this. She's like, you you act like you're just some kind of Superman. She goes, you're just a man, but you're really a very special man. <laughs> That's sweet. Oh, He looks cute there. Yeah. She's like, hey, I'm sorry. Because she can tell he's feeling like uncomfortable. He's like, no. I like how he grabs her hand and is like, no, it's important to me that you care. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. That nice yeah. Right. Okay, you'll you see yeah. a little spark there? Yeah, I just still go back to the four books. Yeah, Miranda, you missed it. Um joining us late. Uh the the four black books uh, about uh killed Lexi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was so disgusted by his skeeziness yeah. that she just she's barely making it through yeah, this is not liking one of my him favorite still episodes just because he just is so like ugh. like the astronaut thing is the worst like that's just the worst <laughs> to me it's a delight i don't he like can't it tell him that he's a secret agent though he has to give him some kind of yeah but he, he like she said, said he could have been an accountant yeah Brandon. he could have said like he oh, did I'm it to be to make himself be, been, look better but then how do you explain when you're gone for like He's, uh... What, he's up analyst. in space? I mean, wouldn't that be on TV? Yeah. <laughs> well, not necessarily. He, if Training? He, if he's 
<laughs> Do not help, Jen. <laughs> That's a good auditor. point. He that's could good. be an auditor. Auditors are gone for a lot. Like they're not. That's true. Really they're usually at my office. <laughs> they seem to be. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of it was from the secret agent sort of perspective. Uh, his, you know, on the black books and his personas. But yes, we had a long conversation about this, Miranda. Yeah. I'm sorry. We let's not get her spun up again, Miranda. I didn't mean to. Uh... I, I'm just starting to soften. Different phones. Yes, so yes, that would be terrible. Phones, so. Ew, you're like right. all the social media profiles. He did like Tinder, Bumble, like all of it. <laughs> Wait, yes. what's Bumble? I don't know that one. Bumble, um, it's it's like a I don't know. It's like a I have never been on any of them, but it's like a nicer one. They have like a friend version. They have a networking version. They have oh, okay. like a standard. It, it just not like a booty call. Not so much it's just a booty not call. A booty call Tinder. Yeah. It's not a plenty of fish. Yeah, it's, it's not grinder. Nice it's not. You, know. you seem uh, well versed in those, Miss Thomas. Do you know how many times people have told me I need to go on one of those? It's not even funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Now there's Facebook dating too. Yes, that yeah. keeps coming up. It's like, oh, do you really? Want to do it, and I'm like, no, bitch, stop asking me. <laughs> I didn't know they had that. Yes. They oh, funny. because they know you're not married. Oh, like, it say yeah. Uh, mine says, it? mine says, Mary. That's because we're marked married. That's why, yeah. Jen. Uh, I was say, yeah. Because of your your relationship status. But yes. Now it, it pops up and it tells me such and such like you. And when you go to look at it, oh, <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah, I get enough of those uh, creepy guys. Like, hey, want to duck? Yeah. I like your profile. It's my area. Like, I just don't think there's eligible. <laughs> I don't think there's any in Michigan either, probably. <laughs> we think we get that in Portland. People say that dating is terrible for women in Portland. I think it's, you know what? I think it is. I think it's dating yeah. is bad for women anywhere. Yeah. Now that we've digressed, my, my fault. My fault. No, it's fine. <laughs> we, we, you, you missed it. We went off like this side street and then went down this gully and then came and, and yeah. went around this valley. And it was, it was bad earlier. Yeah, we were self-deprecating ourselves. It was bad. It was bad. Oh, it's okay. We're all good. It, this is part of our group. I, I was trying to explain to my mom on the way home tonight when my hour and a half drive that she's like, that sounds like a lot of work. Are you, why do you do this? And I go, you know what? I go, the recording's a lot of fun. It's like getting together with your friends. She goes, without the wine. I said, yes. We tried the alcohol. We started slurring, so we couldn't do that anymore. You guys often have the we not often we had it like twice the whole time we've yeah. done these yeah we don't really uh, and uh miss if you were editing you'd be drinking too let me tell you yeah, <laughs> yeah. I oh god oh uh it's really cute though is she having wine doesn't look like she's having like chianti or something episode every you're all up on everyone's face like yeah you are yeah you don't like that do you so she's like so why did paul barnes give you the name scarecrow and she's thinking oh he's gonna tell me this and he goes you'll have to ask the wizard and she's like yeah like damn it he goes 10 years ago paul barnes was the wizard so he's the one who created this network he put together um what Lisa's equal parts hocus pocus and black magic mm-hmm. uh he he put together the players so um you know Dorothy Lee and Pure Bowl yeah. yep yeah. yep 
Uh, he said when he picked me, it was like being drafted by the Yankees. Well, I'd say the Red Sox, but whatever. So then they come upon these um, guys that are obviously have some other things other than roses in them. The boxes, they have missiles um, in the green, in these greenhouse roses. And they're, you know, packing them in this plane, trying to, or they're unloading them so they can put them on this plane and get them out of there. And the Oz people are onto them. There's only three of them. So you got to wonder where the Tin Man was. Mm-hmm. I think he's infiltrated in with them. I don't, but I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. It doesn't seem like a well thought out operation though. I mean, they're just kind of like, they don't need cover. They're just running out in the yeah, open. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I just said I they were like, wait, run the open. They're like sitting ducks. Even he's that good. I yeah. Plan us out a little bit better. <laughs> like Lee could have totally been cu- killed right there. Uh, yeah. His sideburns are horrible. They're so horrible. Yep. Yep. And then Dorothy's running with her gun. It's like, dude, get down, yep. you crazy lady. And then Lee throws a grenade and he blows up the place. I know. I don't understand. Well, he's probably feeling like they're taking over, so uh, overtaking them, so they have to do something. Presumably the Tin Man dies, but no one seems to care about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I care about is Dorothy. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think because he was he was uh, stupid, uh, Dorothy, and not Tin Man. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tin Man, although again, really. no bullet holes in Do- uh, in Dorothy. Not that I want to see a bunch of blood and ooze and stuff, but I mean, make it a little realistic. She just got shot up by like twenty bullets and. Remember he said he was breathing life into her? He doesn't look like he's breathing any life into her, does he? No. He goes, that's why the smell of roses make me sick. So he's, you know, swore that he would, you know, find out who sold out, uh, who sold them out. So, and, and obviously killed Dorothy in the process. And, um, and Amanda comes to, comes to the conclusion, like, Lee, you know, is it possible it's, it's uh, Paul? Mm-hmm. He goes, it's a good question. He never quite pulled out of it. Oh, he, we all assume he just, he, why, that's why he drifted off. You know, that, that whole thing went to hell that he just kind of pulled back. But in 10 years, he's never done, he hasn't done anything. They would have retired him be, long before this if he had, yeah. hadn't been able to pull out of it. Are you talking about Tim Man? No, I'm talking about Paul. They're saying that Paul never really pulled out of it. Like he just kind of fell into a funk after all that happened. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I was so just confused about what happened to Tin Man. I mean, I guess he they didn't have a body or Yeah, it's it seems like I it seems like he maybe he was infiltrated in with the in the script. If you read the script, it's like Tin Man was kind of like undercover with the bad guys. Yeah, and then and then they kind of turned Yeah. And so turned out that he fell in with them mm-hmm. for real. So. I guess they would have found bodies though after this whole explosion and then they yeah. say is he dead? Yeah, because they would know who he is. It's very, it's, the whole thing's got yeah. loopholes, like major holes, for sure. He said that the Oz network was nearly shut down, but it was, it's um, still operational, I guess. And Amanda says uh, that it's Heartless, because uh, Sir Dayich has, uh, the like, a nickname of the Heartless one. She anticipates him grabbing both of her hands, like they've scripted it, you know? Oh. And so she, when he grabs one hand, she gives him the other one and he doesn't grab that one yet. So it's kind of like awkward. He's like, I'm really glad I told you, you know that I'm getting a clear picture in my head. She goes, you know, maybe that's where Dorothy really is. Oh, he doesn't like that. Maybe you ought to talk to someone. And he's like, I thought that's what I was doing. And she goes, no, no. I mean, like talk to someone. He goes, oh, you mean a shrink? <laughs> he does not like them. She goes, you don't have to call him a shrink. 
Don't you have a doctor at the agency? Somebody who understands the way an agent mind works when he's under pressure? Maybe he could tell you something. You'd never find out by yourself. He didn't have very good luck with doctors the first uh, time that we saw him. No, they messed with his mind, didn't they? They turned his brain into a wet paper bag. (laughs) That would be cool, that psychoanalysis one. That'd be cool sign. So Faf is on his couch like a weirdo. Yeah, what a life. I know, right? Ice cream. Ice cream. And then he pulls it out of his freezer with no wrapper on it. This is like my dream office with all the like little doodads. Look at all the little little, gadgets. The plant, the weird stuff on the walls. Look at that freaking lamp right there. Yeah, it is. That's weird. Ice cream. All of it's very funky. I wouldn't, I'd have like, be like a squirrel, you know, like squirrel, squirrel. Seeing all the shiny things moving. Gosh, look at that. They really are. There's like three up on the bookshelf. So Lee's trying to pick Faf's brain, if you will, trying to figure out like, are there signs when an agent is going bad? You know, like what would drive him to this? You know, so he's trying to kind of get in Paul's head, I guess. And then he pulls up um, what is like Rorschach, uh, like the Rorschach inkblot test. Um, And he's like, boy, that's the weirdest butterfly. And he goes, butterfly. Interesting. I wonder what that means. Uh, you know, what the analysis on this mm-hmm. on that. And then he's like, you know, is it, a, is it a time bomb? Is it ticking away at me? He goes, sure. Vengeance is very corrosive, just like uh, guilt, envy. And he's like, envy. Let's talk about that. So he's wants to figure out like what the motives would be if uh, Paul was the one behind all this. Like he's thinking that, you know, he's jealous of Lee because he's a younger agent. And, you know, you know, is there guilt from the, the death of an agent that he should probably feel responsible for mm-hmm. um he's trying to get kind of in his head a little bit i think he keeps shoving ice cream at him you sure you don't want any he's like doc will you quit with the tutti fruity life is better with ice cream <laughs> isn't yeah, it though true. so is it's the little things so he's like until and he goes kaboom speaking of kaboom mm-hmm. <laughs> amanda's at the grocery store and she sits in the front seat, puts her bag over, and then here's a click, looks in the rear mirror, and then there's the man with the ski mask on. <laughs> Hockey mask on. Yeah. Looks like a Jason mask. Oh, it's creepy, isn't it? Yeah. He has, like, no neck. Doodle bug. Yeah. And he blows out the whole front of her windshield. Blows out mm-hmm. the windshield. He, Billy tries, she's at the uh, back at the agency, and Billy tries to get her a uh, little alcohol to calm her nerves. Yeah. She just wants water. Or maybe it's vodka. Could be. A government agency with alcohol in its offices? <laughs> what? Well. It, it was the 80s, though, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are you talking about? There's liquor in my office. Yeah, but you don't work for the government. I used to. <laughs> we would be so busted. <laughs> Lee's saying, uh, see, it's it makes perfect sense. She's like, what exactly are you talking about? We don't have fingerprints. We don't have ballistics. No, the spy was getting closer. He didn't even know who Amanda was until just recently. And mm-hmm. now she's the target. I do like that tie. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. So uh, once again, Lee, uh, Billy does not let them like run with the idea that's the actual truth of what's happening. Yeah. He's like, no accusations. Come on. You're seeing Dorothy. Maybe you're both hallucinating. And Lee's saying there's a correlation there. Lee's convinced it's Paul Barnes. He's getting revenge on somebody he fears and envies. And they both think he's gone crazy. And he goes, it's me. How about you, Amanda? You claim you calm enough to go home? We have a team on the house. She goes, sir, if you don't mind me saying so, I've a blown out windshield is not a hallucination. Good damn straight woman. So Lee wants to uh, pull Paul in. 
and run him through the ringer. He goes, Bellini says, we need more than that. He goes, do you mind if I get it? He goes, yes, I mind. You don't exactly appear to be humming with mental health. You're seeing people, remember? You need rest. Take Amanda home and then get your sleep. That's an order. Chug that drink there, Amanda. Yep. <laughs> so Amanda, <laughs> we're back to this. She's really trying to learn that Russian, isn't yes. she? This is like the third time you've been here before. You respond instinctively with the right phrases. And she's trying. I'm surprised she's doing this right in front of her mother. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she knows that she's there. And I love the sweater. A bit dotty. <laughs> it's so funny. That's my favorite one. <laughs> it cracks oh me gosh, up. It I says a bit dotty. That's so cute. <laughs> she's like, I want to put little bells on your feet so I can hear you sneak up. Okay. So in the script, the the tape on the voice says bullets ricochet around you. Their hot breath on your face. You've been there before. And Amanda to herself says, you can say that again, mister. <laughs> you respond instinctively with the right phrase. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> you can say that again, mister. Yeah. So obviously Amanda didn't know her mom was there. Right. In the script, at least. That must not be too hot a cocoa because she's just chugging that shit down. <laughs> yeah, right. They have not one but two batches of yellow flowers. I know. Thing. That's what I said in the previous scene with the boys. They always have those yellow mums, and it's always yellow mums. Maybe because yeah. of yellow mum? Mum? Maybe. I'm stretching, but maybe. Could be. Perhaps. No reason why not. So they're talking about Russia and all that, and then Amanda gets up and thinks, oh, Wizard of Oz, I'll read the book, because that'll tell me the answer. Yeah. Of course it will. I've never read the actual book. Have you guys? I heard it's very different than the actual what we see in the movie. Mm-hmm. Have you guys read it? Maybe a long time ago, but I don't remember. Yeah, I read it. Yeah? Is it a lot different? Y- yes and no. I mean, the, the main plot line is there, but there's a lot of different events that take place. It's the same story, but there's a lot of extra stuff in the book. There's all, I mean, anytime you make a book into a movie, there's going to be differences. Yeah, but- yeah, yeah. But it's been a while since I read it, too. I think I was maybe in high school or college. So uh, Lee has found himself in uh, Paul's uh, hotel room and is now going through his things with a flashlight in between his teeth. And then Paul finds him in there, sneaks in, and, oh, look what just happens to be in there. That doesn't look planted or anything, does it? It's the the hockey mask. Mm -hmm. And Paul comes in and says, find anything, and then flips on the light. Lee's got a gun on him. Bummer that Lee doesn't hear Paul at all. It's just yeah. How do you not hear that that hotel door open? It's so loud, especially those old ones. So then they're in there talking, and Sir Deitch and what they want Lee to think is Dorothy uh, are sitting in a car in the rain, uh, listening. See, he has like a a Russian accent in this scene or when he talks, but he's supposed to be if if he ends up spoiler again being the Tin Man. He, he wouldn't have a Russian accent. Well, he probably, uh, maybe at the time he didn't, or I don't know. Maybe it's just they screwed up and they wanted to oh, see yeah. more. I, yeah, it was, it's weird. If he, was, if he was infiltrating the bad guys or whatever, wh- whatever group they were supposed to be infiltrating, then he would he would be having an accent to fit in. So, I mean. But yeah. he wouldn't keep that accent is what Jen's pointing out. Yeah, yeah. Just, when he's naturally just talking to someone, he wouldn't use it, and he probably wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. If that's yeah. the persona that he's now like going with, though, then maybe he yeah. won. 
I don't know. This episode yes. is a mess. <laughs> it is kind of a mess. Maybe he was a Russian national that was recruited into the Oz Network. I mean, they never really explained. That could be. Was, so. Good yeah. Good point. Could be. We're stretching, but sure. Yep. That totally could. I know. No, I'm, you're you're right. It could be. We don't really know. There's a whole lot we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They don't tell the whole backstory. Yeah. So now the would-be Dorothy is saying, aren't you worried that Paul and, and Lee are now together? He's like, no, he'll do my bidding for me. Um, and he's like, why not kill him? Just She's like, why not just kill him yourself? He's like, I want Barnes remembered as a killer, not as the man who nearly caught Sir Deitch. That's kind of twisted. <laughs> and Paul's saying, hey, whatever you found was, was uh, planted. And he goes, including your psych profile. And then Paul's turning it back on him. He's like, oh, Put your adversary at risk. Nice, nice little twist there. He goes, I thought we were both after the same adversary, Sir Deitch. And Lee's like, well, maybe I just found him. Maybe I shouldn't just kill him. And then Paul whips out like a, what the hell was that it's thing? Like a, like a knee crapper. But like, like a, it, they called it a, um, a whack. Uh, no. It's like a or something. But oh, they called it something small. in the script. And I was like, what? And they didn't even spell it right. It was like W-A-C-K. But who knows, maybe they just the spelling in this script isn't that great. Oh, look at the little picture. I, I really want that little picture. <laughs> That's the cutest. That is really cute. They look so cute there. Little Billy and little Lee. Yep. They look so happy. Little Billy, big Lee. Would they would he they really have would he really have a picture of his boss? Like <laughs> tell me, Lex. Do you have a picture of me and you on your on your uh oh. Uh, counter there. Like where I keep my phone at night, aka my nightstand. No, I don't. I oh, don't. You don't like me as much. I would just say like, <laughs> isn't that funny though? That's kind of weird. Like, would I have a picture of my boss? No, I would not. <laughs> I had a picture of you on my tree. That counts. You do. Yeah. That's right. You do have a picture of me on your tree. Yeah. That's very nice. Maybe he sees Billy as sort of a father figure. Do you, you see know, me as a father not. figure, Lex? No, not at all. No, what about mom You're figure? Lucky. You're lucky. Like a- <laughs> That's true. That's true. She'd be hitting on me all the time. Do you think? Do you think of me as your mom? No, not at all. Okay, thank you. No. Like an older, much older sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll take or that. Like uh, like I have. Or a friend. Aunt, like younger aunts, like my aunt okay. Melissa's way younger than you even. Um. Okay. Like late, like late. Thir- I'm saying like ten. You know, for an aunt. You like, said way younger. For an aunt, though, like she's. She's closer to my age than yours, I'm pretty sure, as far as I know. So yeah. For me, that's yeah, my like, niece is 12 years younger yeah. than me. Yeah. So anyway, My oldest yeah, niece. Like a, like a cool aunt or a cool Oh, cool. Did you hear that, guys? She said I was a cool aunt. Not yeah. just an aunt, but a cool aunt. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit while I'm ahead. Definitely. The cool aunt. Don't we, though? Yeah, that's what I'll be, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I can see that. My uterus I'm is all locked down. I'm, I'm the only aunt, but I'm the cool aunt, too. <laughs> I so want to find somebody that you're just going to be like, <laughs> I do. I want to. I already have kids. That's all I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad, is it, Jen? I don't want them. Squishing those little babies out of there. <laughs> I don't want it. You forget about it pretty quick. You do, don't you? Uh, you have another one. Throw the whole uterus yeah. away. Throw the whole uterus away. <laughs> No, okay, so that picture is super, super cute. It is. I would love to have that picture. Yeah. That's the cutest. I don't like him, like, all... <laughs> With his, like, little belly. <laughs> his belly and his... Everything popping out of there. It's kind of weird. It's like, uh, like sausage cake. Thing or <laughs> <laughs> Ten pounds of sausage in a five-pound bag. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> I do like his little flannel, though. I think that's cute. I'd like to have that. Yeah, that is cute. We're like, we want this. We want yeah. this from this episode. <laughs> okay, so this is what. Okay, so Amanda's left a voicemail. He's listening mm-hmm. to. And uh, she sounds so cute on there. She's like, hi, it's me. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're probably not there. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And then um, then he's got that window ledge. And it's like, it's one thing if it's like a little window seat. But look how far back. It's like a whole couch thing. Yeah. But it's like, but it's like you lay on your legs would be like mm-hmm. totally. And when you're laying on it, you don't even get to look out the window. So you yeah. Like, Isn't it weird? And, yeah, it's, it's, weird. it's kind of weird. And then, and then he's got this whole little <laughs> village. <laughs> Like, it's is so this his weird. hobby? Like, he's just got, like, he, hey, little guy, what are you doing? Huh? Just yeah. sitting there. I mean, is he just playing with these? Like, I can't, like, hello, what are you doing? Now, kid. Yeah, it's just, it's. It doesn't it's, seem like a hobby. It that doesn't seem like. Black books yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It doesn't really play. It just, yes. it seems so out of place for yes. him. And. We've never seen it before. Right. Like, this is That's like, what I mean. It's weird. just so odd. <laughs> this freaking episode, man. And it that seems is... like he needs <laughs> something to do. Well, give him some paper to read. <laughs> I don't know. This is this seems like a lot. Yeah. But I mean. <laughs> but he has. Um. So after Amanda's voicemail is one from Paul. And he's saying, you know, we're being used, manipulated, and pretty damn well, too. So he's trying to get Lee to understand, like, hey, we're on the same team here. Don't, you know, let's look. Let's work together. Sade is just trying to pull us apart. Don't let him win kind of thing. And Lee is still, you know, Lee even said earlier, he's torn. He, you know, he doesn't know what to do because he's always been, you know, he's always walked on water. And now for him to even think that he could be Sadeich and the one who killed Dorothy is just so hard for him to wrap his head around. He's playing with his toy soldiers in order to strategize, help him think it through. And he's got his gun and he's ready. I just... He, he's sitting there in his sausage case with his little toys. And his little toys. So uh, he's saying, let's go back to where this all started, where we all got deflowered. So he's trying to tell him that he's going back to the airport, Silver Springs Airport, where they where Dorothy was killed. Time to put my kid toy away and pick up my man toy. There you go, the gun. The gun. Now, the boys have now found Amanda, and she's fallen asleep on the couch reading uh, The Wizard of Oz. And she's talking about Toto. <laughs> the Tin Man hasn't got a heart. And the boys are like, Mom? And then she's like, no, you're going to wake me up. Stop. <laughs> like, let me sleep. Mom, you've been dreaming. She's like, what? Yeah, if I wish I looked like that coming out of sleep from the night. I'd have drool down my face. My hair... My hair would be like up like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I sleep on the sofa like that. My hair would be like pressed. I'd have like wrinkles, like little lines on my yes. face. So she realizes the Tin Man hasn't got a heart, and she's she knows that he's the heartless one, and that's her answer to figuring out who it is. Yeah. So whoever Tin Man was is Sir Danch. and then she's like, "Make your own breakfast and wake up your grandma in fifteen minutes." And they're both like. Man, that must be a really good book. Let's read it. Mm-hmm. So this is Silver Springs Airport. Guess how I know? There's a sign. So they've used this airport a couple times, actually. Uh, and they'll use it again in season four. That vest seems to look good on him. But do you see his little forehead? Wait, no, I didn't. <laughs> He's got a big old bruise right there. How does he still have it? 
I hope we went to the doctor for that because it seems pretty serious that he still has. Oh, it. no, no, no. Look at this is from getting hit in the forehead oh. from Paul. Oh, I thought this you were is, saying like his. his oh, no. Yeah, I know. Yeah. that not that weird? But yeah. he, he he doesn't have it anymore. But yeah. for a long time, he said he had it where yeah. he had that sunburn. Yeah. He said it took him. They could never get that makeup on there. Right. Yeah. But yeah. See, now he's got like a big old. The makeup yeah. people are probably oh, yeah, like yeah. the makeup people are like, finally, finally, we get to not have to yeah. fight this thing. <laughs> You like that jacket? Yeah, I do. I was gonna say you're Miss Leather Jacket I all do the time. Love a good, good leather product. She, they're both wearing plaid today. Mm-hmm. This jacket, I swear, it goes from like this dark brown to gray and back to brown. Either that or it's just some very strange lighting. Yeah, it's kind of like a smoky grayish brown. Yeah, yeah it keeps yeah. going back and forth. Keeps changing colors like a chameleon. Okay, couple things here. Right over Amanda's right shoulder. Is that the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man? Like, what is... It's a sailor? Yeah. Is it, like, a monster? What is that thing? It's a sailor monster. It's... Okay. Well, there. I had it right. I pegged it. So, I have a question, though. Um, She's reading transcripts from Lee's voicemail, yet that was on his personal voicemail. And I don't think he's been to the office yet. Yeah. So, how is there... How is... I don't... I don't get it. They tap everything? They tap his phone? I... Uh, well, that, that would be highly that that one guy who had it Crawford Crawford his mm-hmm. phone was linked to multiple so I guess maybe Lee's could be too he had his personal go to his office maybe that's but weird be typing it up who would have already yeah and have it just sitting on his desk why would he need it mm-hmm. of his own it just doesn't make sense yeah but Amanda reads it and she figures she pieces it together mm-hmm. deflowered she knows oh it's at that airport mm-hmm. so she's kind of figured out where they're at and where he's gonna go yeah so she grabs, and she says roses because she knows. So she grabs a phone and, and tries to get a message to Billy. And uh, they're like, dispatch is like, uh, what's the priority? What's the, the uh, clearance? And she's like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> this is life and death. She goes, there are rules, destination, security. She goes, oh, right, sorry. Francine Desmond here, uh, leaving a message for Amanda King. Because what, she doesn't know your voice? Mm-hmm. My security glances is green 13. This is priority one. She's like, yes. Ugh. So she leaves a message to uh, tell Billy or to tell Billy that uh, she's on the way to Silver Springs Airport. It's urgent. And that uh, Lee Stetson is probably meeting Paul Barnes there. And then Billy comes to a screeching halt. Yeah, he was flying around that corner. Yes, he was. And he gives her a look like, what the hell was Amanda King doing with your clearance? <laughs> In the script, it's a little different, but I won't bore anybody with it. It's, but it's, it's definitely different. Hmm. Yeah, and because Francine's like, huh, I don't know how she, why she would think that was that was me calling. You know, yeah. she kind of plays it off like, I don't know what that, I don't know what how she would even get that. And he's like, well, I guess it's a good thing. And she's like, yep, seems so. <laughs> we're heading in the wrong direction. So now we're back at the airport, and Paul's hiding in incognito in the in the airplanes uh and lee's trying to find him they're yelling at each other and paul's still trying to get lee to realize that they're being set up that they're getting played by sir Deitch, and lee's not buying it i really feel like lee is not thinking like lee would normally think like i i know it's because he's supposed to be all emotional because it's a Dorothy situation, but mm-hmm. at the same time, he has gotten past emotional situations before in order to see the truth. Like, I don't know. It just sort of bothered me. That was the one thing in this episode that bothered me. Oh, that was only one. Uh, Lexi's got like 18,000 yeah. of them. Well, Lexi, Lexi 
was the one thing. Like, it felt out of character for me. There was, there was a yeah. lot of things that were a little out of character. Yeah. I thought he should have seen through it, you know, from the beginning, maybe. He, he's usually smarter than that and, and knows that he's getting played. But again, it's, you know, they need it to, for the plot to move forward. I know, well, I get it. But usually a pretty good judge of character, especially people he's known for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's like, he'd like do anything for them. Right. And trust them and would assumed. And would go down with the ship with them. Him. Yep. He's, if anything, he's loyal. Yeah. Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't play properly. And then he's like, I'm learning a new side to Paul Barnes. The wizard is, is coward. Yeah, burnout gone soft in the head who started killing innocent women to prove he's still a man. Ooh, that's... There's some <laughs> shots fired. On yeah, mm-hmm. there are. Damn. And then Paul says, I could put a bullet in you now. You could tell that hit the mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know, where is the cowardly lion? That's what I said. We said that earlier. Like, what agent be like, ah, oh, man, I'm the cowardly lion. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I was like, yeah. And then he has to walk around going, put him up, put him up. (laughs) 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 So Lee's trying to call him out and get him going. And then somebody shoots and it's not Paul. And Paul's like, that, that was Sir Deitch. It wasn't me. So he's trying to say that it's that, um, Sir Deitch is the tin man. And he's like, it's not possible. We, you know, he, he was killed. And he's like, no, it's him. And then Sir Deitch comes out and shoots at Lee right at his feet and so making, trying to trigger Lee so that he'll start shooting at Paul. Shoot now and ask questions later kind of thing. Um, but they still just, neither one of them can believe, you know, will allow them to believe that, you know, they should shoot each other kind of thing. See, if you don't find a body, you shouldn't assume. Right. They're dead. <laughs> exactly. And then finally Lee gets close enough and finds Paul and, and pulls him off and then they start fighting and and Lee's like you're Sedeich no you're Sedeich no you're Sedeich <laughs> just kidding they start fighting and uh Paul knocks the gun out of Lee's hand and he's like why would I want to bring Dorothy and make you you know bring up Dorothy and make you want to kill me that doesn't make any sense and then he punches him right hook even and Paul gets the gun then Lee knocks it out of his hand Oof. Right in the tummy, tum, tum. Oof. And then Lee grabs his gun out of his back of his jacket. I don't know how he did that so fast. That thing would have got caught in there. And then pops a couple loads into his chest. And then the fake Dorothy comes up behind him. Yeah, that's not Dorothy. Dorothy, that looks like a 50, 60-year-old woman. <laughs> Who saves the day? Amanda starts yelling out in Russian <laughs> about the red Chinese. Mm-hmm. And, and distracts the fake Dorothy and then Lee is able to shoot her. But then Sir Deitch jumps on the plane just like he did back in the day and takes off, makes the makes the pilot take off with the gun against him. And then Lee jumps on. And then Sir Deitch runs out of bullets. So he, this is the lamest thing. I've seen this on other shows. They throw, He throws the gun like that's going to do anything. Right. <laughs> so then now that the guy doesn't have a gun, the pilot should just stop. Yep. But I guess he has to get up because the car's right there. Otherwise, it would have hit. So I guess and he is stopping. So that was not Billy. Did you see that? <laughs> How fun would that be? I know. Not with those blades going, though. That's scary. 
So then Sir Dates tries to run off when the plane stops. And yeah, those are so not Billy and Francine. <laughs> that wig. Um, and uh, Lee captures him pretty quickly. He's no match for a scarecrow. So then Lee hands over Sir Dayich. You bet it is. It's Sir Dayich. Get him out of here, will you? And then Francie's like, I'll drive. So Lee goes over to check on Dorothy and moves the gun out of her hands. Takes the wig off. So he's figured it all out. And then Amanda's like, Lee, Sir Dayich was Tin Man the Heartless One. She thinks Paul's really dead. Mm-hmm. And he groans and gets up. And he's like, he's badly bruised. He's going to be sore for a few days. And then he's like, sore doesn't begin to describe it, Scarecrow. So he explains that they're stun loads. They're used for crowd control. They're just hard rubber. That would hurt, though. Man. How does that not pop blow through the skin, though? I still don't understand when it's that close. And then Lee's like, hey, what was that about the red Chinese? She goes, oh, agency tapes. <laughs> and then fake Dorothy starts getting up. And then Amanda says, hmm, you look, your Russian's better than mine. You better tell Dorothy we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> that was funny (laughs) it was clever it was clever okay so before the tag comes so in the tag amanda comes up and uh amanda's knocks on the door lee glances up smiles come on in amanda does holding something behind her back uh lee doesn't really notice there's uh he's still looking at the picture amanda crosses lays a single red rose in front of him he looks at her surprised Amanda says, I know, I know, but roses are so beautiful. It'd be a shame to never smell one again. Okay, it makes him sick and you're going to shove it in his face again. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, He just stares at the flower. He picks up a folder, puts the picture inside it, stares for a beat longer, then closes a file. As he opens the drawer to his desk and puts the file inside, Amanda wanders around the office looking for something. Lee, Lee says, Paul Barnes is resigning. Amanda says, I know, I saw him downstairs, and he's retiring, not resigning. Lee, shaking his head, how can a legend retire? This is really weird, okay, you guys? (laughs) Amanda says, I think it's wonderful. He looks so relaxed and happy, pointedly. Everyone's got to let go sometime, big fella, even the great ones. Lee closes the drawer to his desk, stares at it for a moment, thinking, across the room, Amanda's found a tarnished old football trophy cup. She picks it up, reads the inscription, Lee Stetson, most valuable player. To Lee, hey, I didn't know you played football. Oh, really? You didn't see him playing football in uh, number oh, nine? Know. Hello? Oh, didn't, didn't do their research. Yeah. Lee shrugging, high school and a little in college, smiling. I haven't touched a football in years. Really? Oh. You haven't? <laughs> Amanda crosses to the desk with the trophy. Like I said, even the great ones know when to quit. She puts the trophy on the desk in front of Lee. He stares at it for a long beat, picks up the rose slowly, and puts it in the trof- into the trophy. As he does, Amanda beams. A beat later, so does Lee. Off this, freeze frame, fade out, the end. What? Lame, 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 lame. That's why it didn't end up in the actual episode. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's not there in this uh, uh, filmed. That was horrible. Now you can appreciate the actual ending we got to see better. So she comes up and he's got the file. He's asked her to come up and uh, he gives it to her and she's like, okay, I'll file it for you. He goes, did you hear Paul Barnes is retiring? Yeah, I saw him about an hour ago. He looked relaxed, happy. Can you imagine it? A legend retiring. Well, you know, even the great ones have to know when to let go. I like what she like puts her... (laughs) Like fingers his arm, I guess. I don't know how you say that. Runs her finger down his arm. Caresses. Yes. And then he gave her what? Four roses? Three. 
three? <laughs> three? Yeah. Is it One, three? Two, three? No, there's more than three. It's, it looks like four. It looks like four to me. Doesn't matter, but More yeah. <laughs> but then he hands her the red roses, and then she um, takes a surprise and then kisses him on the cheek. Yeah, that was very cute. Very cute. I like that better than the scripted Aww. one mm-hmm. for sure. It was cute. Yeah, but you know the roses thing. He's supposed to have now gotten over the awful. Yeah, yeah. and replaced it with Amanda goodness. Exactly, <laughs> sunshine and rainbows. Exactly. He, She's helped him through that. That's the best. That's the best part, you know. Yeah. She's helping making his. She's helping to make his heart whole again. She is the Aww. therapy. She is the therapy. You're right. I don't think we mentioned about the the cute little scene where they were talking about we've known each other about two years, and he goes twenty five months. She goes in two weeks. That was super cute. Uh-huh. I remember that. Yeah, it was when they were sitting at that cafe talking. Oh. Yeah, we got sidetracked with something else. I know. Shocking. You were 24 years old. It wasn't your fault. Now you've got to stop taking all the blame. But somebody has to, somebody has to answer for her. A person shouldn't just die and her only epitaph be a footnote in an old file. I know, Agent Lost betrayed. Yeah, that's what it says. Terminal betrayal. Wait. I never told you I was 24 then. Oh. You read that file. I used Francine's card. Oh, come on. I know I don't have clearance, but I was so worried about you. Look, you won't talk to anybody, and you just act like you're some kind of a Superman, and you're not a Superman. You're just a man, but but you're really a a pretty special man. Hey, I'm I'm sorry. No, don't be. It's important to me that you care. Not one of my favorites. Yeah. Not one of my favorites. Yeah, I don't even there have any nominations. There were scenes that were good there. in it, but the overall, they focus more on the emotional, kind of their connection a little bit more than the actual story, like the, yeah. you know. They were the trying to build, they were trying to make you feel something for Lee, I think, and kind of give yeah. you some insight into him, I think. Well, I, that was, I, I like this episode because they tried to tackle why he's named the scarecrow they tell but they don't tell us why that's the thing that's yeah that's just it that that's the thing there's so much potential in what they could have done yeah with this that's why i think it's not it falls short because this could have been an epic episode like there's so much they could have done with it but instead they sort of skirted it without giving any answers other than just introducing the wizard. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, a big lost opportunity in a way. I know fan fiction definitely took off this, the, some of the ideas. But, you know, they could have... I agree, Miranda. They could have done so much more with and, it. Yeah, it was such it was such an epic part. It, I mean, it could have been such an epic part of the series. But instead, they whitewashed it and made it so that it's sort of forgettable. Yeah. And speaking of fanfic, uh, specifically, I mean, for being a, a a one episode guest star, they turned Paul into, I mean, there's so many, there was a group, this was back God, in the early 2000s I was in, where it was all stories were written where Paul was Amanda's love interest. And it was the wizard. Uh, yeah. Amanda loves the wizard or the wizard yeah. loves Amanda or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of stories out there or stories where he was a love interest, but, and she ends up with Lee, but a lot of them, 
there was a lot of them that had it where she was married she was married to paul you know so this is a good time for me to interject that stephen mock is my second i think it's my second gold star guest nominee for the finest awards okay yeah we were talking about how sweet he was at the reunions that we saw him at he was so happy to be there so kind yeah just genuinely happy person it seemed my selfie with him is my favorite picture from Oh, that's nice. Oh, like how she flipped that in there? Another the one with you girls. Well, it is the, the Very my nice. Too. Yeah, those like, it was fun. We had a good time. My celeb pictures, he's my favorite one from the celeb pictures. Yeah, because he was at he was at the Hollywood shirt too. Yeah, that's where I first met him, yeah. I didn't get a chance to talk to him there. Oh, you didn't? Oh. It's that time again. Dottie's got a few more additions to her bookshelf. The first fanfic recommendation is called Amanda and the Wizard by Sieg. This story was written in January 2001 and has about 8,500 words. If you aren't a fan of Amanda with anyone but Lee, you won't enjoy most of this story, but you will enjoy the ending. But if you like yourself a little jealously, well, then this is the story for you. Our second recommendation is called Another First Kiss, and it was written by Zubin Shmali in August of 2002 and has about 4,700 words. I have to admit, this story frustrates me a little bit, but it's well-written, and the author attempts to answer the question, why would Lee give Amanda roses at the end of the episode and then start dating another woman in Over the Limit? Obviously, we know the answer is because the episodes were shown out of order, but we didn't know that when the show originally aired. Anyways, it's an interesting take on why Lee did what he did. As always, we'll link the stories on our website at www.mkcpodcast.com in the show notes, but you can also find them on fanfic.net. Ernie the camera brings you the videos from the vault for the episode Rock to See the Wizard. This is probably one of the more emotional episodes between Lee and Amanda. It really highlights their connection as Lee seeks out Amanda's friendship and advice regarding his inner turmoil around the Oz Network, and of course the death of Dorothy. We can also see that her being there for him means a lot, and listening to her talk, it's clear that she may be one of the only people that really really knows the real man under all that superhero agent persona. The first video celebrates the strong friendship seen in this episode. In particular, Amanda really wants Lee to know that she will be there for him, and that he is not alone. The song is For a Friend by Sarah Dawn Finer, and the video, which contains several scenes from this episode, was put together by Tess Kendall McKenzie. The second video is based on a song that sums up Lee's past love life and his realization that things are different with Amanda. I really think that did happen in this episode, or, you know, leading up to this episode. She really has been the one to get to know the real him, offer him friendship and loyalty, and ultimately love. It is likely Amanda has known this for a while and has been patiently waiting for him to figure it out. In the past episodes we have discussed, but this one in particular, Lee finally realizes that, as the song says, every highway really does lead back to her. The song is The Search is Over by Survivor and the video is put together by Love SNK. And as a bonus episode, if you're wondering how Lee really got that code name, which they never tell us, you can get some ideas by listening to the song If I Only Had a Brain by Julie Garland and Ray Bolger from the movie The Wizard of Oz. The video, which contains clips from season one, where we clearly did not have a brain when it came to Amanda, was put together by Moxie's SK Bits. 
These videos can be found on YouTube, and we have provided links on our website at mkcpodcast.com. Thanks, everyone, for joining us as we talked about We're Off to See the Wizard. Join us next time as we talk about the Season 3 episode, Sour Grapes. Again, um, we're doing that next because we're in our revised order right now. If you'd like to join us on Facebook, check us out at MKC Podcast. And you can also join our private group at Mrs. King's Chronicles. Uh, You can also check us out on our website at mkcpodcast.com. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.